Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? A little FSU faux pas as their board of regents and members of their board just in general overestimating their value on the open market. Going to leave the ACC and go where? I got one option. Really, one option. And that's if that conference whiffs on four straight teams, maybe five straight teams, then they'll come to Florida State. Way overestimating their value on the national stage. So we're going to look at that. Also, the Big Ten commissioner getting the green light from other members of the conference to explore conversations with Oregon and Washington. Cascading effects now. And the Big Ten could be at 18. If Stanford and Cal are included, could be at 20. What this means going forward for not only the Big Ten, but all conferences in college football. As the Big Ten starts to knock on the door of a mega super conference. Could have four divisions explore that also major league baseball trade deadline come and goes and there's a favorite now i think there's even a favorite for the world series things have changed a little bit here maybe the top two favorites are both and maybe the top three favorites are all in the american league even though the braves have the best record yeah so we'll circle that wagon as well also to kind of piggyback on what was going on earlier college football discussions but off the field iowa football players betting on their team what this should mean for the NCAA and why this is a bigger threat or bigger concern than NIL could ever be. Again, Harpon Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, the auditory route, Harpon Sports, the bar, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the bar, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarponSports.com. Start off with this. A little Florida State faux pas as they find themselves without a dance partner. Florida State right now reminds me of the person that breaks up with their significant other because they think people are just lining up for them. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Wrong answer. The movie was out a couple of weeks ago. Can't hardly wait. Jerry O'Connell, Trip McNeely breaks up with his girlfriend. Hey, she ends up dating a doctor. He has nothing. Yeah, that's what Florida State reminds me of. The big man on campus. Apparently not. And now you have other members of the conference telling them, including North Carolina, hey, would you guys cool it a little bit? This is not good for the SACC at all. Florida State is going to find themselves without a dance partner here. What, 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 what's the draw of Florida State? Seriously, if I'm the Big Ten, why would I add Florida State instead of Miami? Miami has better academics. It's a private school. It's about academia, which the Big Ten loves. That's why they went the USC-UCLA route and the Los Angeles market. I get Miami, which is a top 10 media market. Why would I want Florida State over Miami? Why? Why? Miami's one more. Well, what? You sell me on what Florida State has that Miami doesn't. Why would I want that? Just football tradition-wise. Why? 
See, and, and then that just did. With the big, that's the Big Ten looking at Miami. Of course, they want Washington because they get Seattle. Eugene, Oregon adds them. Nike and Oregon and Portland. Why would I? Why would I want Florida State? What's Tallahassee like? Market one eighty. Why would I want that? Why would I want that? Well, the tradition. Yeah, the tradition elsewhere. Florida State's won what? Three national championships. Washington's won a couple. Oregon hasn't won one. But if it's about national championships, then what's SEC land adding A and M for? See. Ooh, baby. Oh, you, the SEC should add us because we, we, you what? We won championships. Oh, okay. The SEC were hell-bent on championships. Missouri and A&M never would have been brought into the fold. If that's the case, well, Georgia Tech's won national championships more recently than A&M. Mm-hmm. So, look, gang, I, I hate to tell it to you, Florida State fans, but you're just a pilgrim in an unholy land. You don't fit anywhere. Maybe the Big 12. Maybe. And I went through this and looked. The SEC, if the SEC is targeting anybody, they're going to go for Miami before Florida State for the reasons I just mentioned. And I went through and looked at the list. Um, if I'm the SEC, I would go Virginia, Duke, North Carolina. I can add Richmond, D.C. I can add the Carolinas. If I'm the SEC and I'm sitting here at 16 and I really want to expand, and I'm the Southeastern Conference, really want to expand, I'm doing Virginia both Duke and North Carolina. Now I'm at 19. I can go Miami to make it 20. Why wouldn't I do that? Hmm. Well, Duke and Carolina aren't good at football. Yeah, but I round out my basketball pedigree, don't I? I had Virginia. If, oh, they're not good at football. Fine, I'll have Virginia Tech then. If you want to play that game, I'll go Virginia, Virginia Tech, Duke, North Carolina. If I really want to go that route. Seriously, why wouldn't I do that? Florida State looking around. Uh, and Florida State shot. And I wanted to make sure this Florida State shot is this. Florida State's best shot to get out of the ACC is the Big Ten to nab Oregon and Washington. Because if the Big Ten adds Oregon and Washington, then the Big 12, if you're Arizona and Arizona State, you got to leave. Utah, you have to leave. If the, Big Ten's, if the Big Ten prize Oregon and Washington away, then, again, if I'm Arizona, Arizona State, I'm like, all right, we're going to go join the Big 12 now. At least we have a chance here. We, get, we can't compete. Let's go. And then if the Big 12 sits there and the Big 12 goes... <laughs> Arizona, Arizona State, okay. Utah, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe at this point, if the Big 12, we got to go supernova here. Maybe you can talk me into Florida State. Or, because if the Big 10 really wants Washington, Oregon, they're going to get them. They just are. Now, it's funny about this because the Big 10, the discussions with those two is a reduced share out of the gate. Well, when the Big Ten's pulling in $60 million per school here in two, three years, $70 million per school, a reduced share at $35 million is still a half share. At $35 million is still more than the $20 million they're making in the Pac-12. You say, well, it's just $15 million a year. You can make that up with boosters. Okay, $15 million a year over 10 years is $150 million, and it's not going to stay at $35 million, and there's no guarantee your conference is salvageable, or soluble at least. Again, the, the Big 12 kind of holds all the cards here. So you need a complete raid, complete raid of the Pac-12. Or you need the exact opposite and everybody stands put. And Colorado's the lone pilgrim. Why? Well, then, if you're the Big 12, you're sitting there at what? Let's, let's say Washington and Oregon don't go. You need either a complete raid or no raid at all. Then the Pac-12's sitting at 11. The Pac-12's like, okay, well, we could add, let's get back to 12 here. Oh, actually, we're down to 10. Actually, we're down to 9. We need to get three schools here. In the Pac-12, I wrote down these schools. If they're interested in SMU, if they're interested in UNLV and San Diego State, all right, now they're back up to 12. It's really weak, but they're at 12. And the Big 12 is now at 13. 
with the addition of Colorado, maybe you talk the big, maybe the Big 12 takes Florida State at that point. But if I'm the Big 12, I want Miami for the reasons we just mentioned. If I'm the Big 12, I want Miami instead of Florida State. Now, unless Miami looks at it and goes, we're a package deal, we got to come together. Like USC and UCLA, we're a package deal. But you see Miami doing that? Do you? They just don't fit. There's no fit. There's not. So I don't know what they think they're doing here. And I mentioned the Big Ten when it comes to all of this. And the Big Ten could be exploring a super mega nova division. Supernova. Super, super conferences. Supernova conference. Look at this. Big Ten sits at 16 right now, doesn't it? With USC and UCLA coming in, they're going to be at 16. Now what? Well, once they get to 16, if they go Washington, Oregon, Cal Stanford, okay, now they're to 20. At 18, you can kind of sit, if, if it's just Washington and Oregon, okay. But if Cal Stanford are included in this, okay, now you bring in something interesting. Now you bring in divisions. If it's Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford, USC, UCLA, that's six. That's six West Coast. The Big Ten will be at 20 at that point, right? Then at that point, does the Big Ten go, you know what, we're at 20. Let's get to 24. Four divisions of six. Big Ten ends up with 24 teams. Four divisions of six. You could make a case then if you're the Big Ten. You could have your own tournament. You could have your own Final Four. You make more money with your own tournament? But let's seriously, if you're at 20 and you if you had those four, if you had those four, technically, if you get up to 18 with Cal and uh, or with Washington, Oregon, then you could have USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. And I know it's West. I know it's not even close to the same time zone, but then you could kind of grab what Minnesota and Nebraska. But that's I mean, you're talking about severe travel for those teams. But if you could line up Washington, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, USC, UCLA, and that's a division of six, and then your other division of six, you start to you start to peck away at regional setups and your other division of six, I don't know, ends up being Minnesota, Nebraska, Illinois, Iowa, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State. Okay, there's your other division of six. And then your other division of six can be what? Purdue, Indiana, Penn State, Ohio State. Here's where the the, the, the real fun Northwestern. See it, it, where the real fun begins? Well, Seth, you need four more teams. If I'm the Big Ten, then I set my sights on what? I set my sights on North Carolina, Duke, Georgia Tech. Miami, the Big Ten wanted to blow this thing out. If I'm the Big Ten and I, if I go, if I add those four teams from the Pac-12, four new teams, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington. I'm at 20. I'm like, let's go to 24. Duke, North Carolina, welcome in. Um, and Miami, Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech because I get Atlanta. So I get Atlanta. I get Charlotte, Raleigh, Miami. Washington, San Francisco, Oregon with Portland and Nike. Six divisions or four divisions of six. That, that way that Pac-12 is their own six-team setup out there. Then you get into the Plains, Western Midwest, and then you can get, like, if you want to, you can you can curve that. You know, the geographic, it doesn't matter. You can set it up. And then you could have, like, your southernish Indiana, Purdue, 
Duke, North Carolina, Miami, Georgia Tech, Supernova Mega Conference, Big Ten. Either way, the ACC sitting here right now where they are, they've got to they've got to be thinking big. They've got to be thinking, okay, we got to go add somebody. Who Memphis, SMU, see, I still don't think it's going to be enough. Who can the ACC wrangle away? Who can they go grab? I mean, you could add USF, but that's not going to do any impact. If you're the ACC, you're with your grant of rights deal. You're not stealing any major teams away from conferences. You're not. You're not prying anybody from the Big Ten. You're not prying anybody from the SEC. You're just not. So, if you're the ACC, I, I, you're kind of caught here. And you're Florida State. You're really caught. You didn't do anything. You don't fit anywhere. So, again, if it's Oregon and Washington, Cal, Stanford. Big Ten would be smart to go to 24. And the SEC says, we're happy where we are. And the SEC should be happy where they are. But if the SEC wants to make a move, they truly want to make a move, then that move is what? Then that move is Duke, Carolina, Virginia, Miami. They really, really want to make a move. So as the college football world turns, baby, radical realignment. It's the way it is. This has been changing forever. Conferences have been changing. It's like, oh, I hate this. Well, they've been changing our whole lives. Southwestern Conference gets blown up. And this happens about every 10 years, right? Southwestern Conference got blown up in the early 90s. The Big East got blown up in the early aughts. What, 2002, 2003, when the Big East? Well, I guess that's when, with the Big East, at least at that point, that's when who left? Boston College, Miami, Virginia Tech left to join the ACC. Then the Big East, was, Big East was raided at the end of the conference, end of that decade. It's been about 10 years, 15, 12, 15 years. Time to raid another conference. The Conference USA is kaput. Something's getting blown up here. Looks like it's going to be the Pac-12. All right. Uh, shifting gears really quick here a little bit. The, the question on when it comes to Iowa players, you know, investigation, they were forthright with the NCAA, which is good. But if you have players betting on your own team and they're using fake names and hiding, they can never play college sports again, ever. That's one of those things that I don't care. It's like, look, if you, I think the NFL goes a little bit too far. If you're an NFL football player and you're betting on basketball, I, I really don't have a problem with that. I really don't. If you want to investigate them for insider information, if they, then, you, then you prosecute them like you would just a regular criminal that uses inside information to bet. But look, if you are a football player and you're betting on your own team, you got to go permanently. That's Pete Rose territory. And again, ad nauseum. Well, he bet on his team to win. I don't care if you bet on your team to win. And I'm a bookie. Okay. You're betting on your team to win next week. He bet on his team to win. Okay. Bet on his team. To win. Then the next week you don't bet a non bet is a bet to lose. Well, you're confident the first two weeks. Now you're not so confident done done. You can't bet on your team. And isn't that the rule of thumb, you just can't bet on your own sport. And then it's funny about this because you see, well, DraftKings, and they're making tons of money. What do you mean? FanDuel, DraftKings, you can bet on them as a fan. The players can't? No, they can't. As a fan, I can sit there and drink a beer. Quarterback can't out, sit out there with a cocktail, can't sit out there with a rum and coke or a Harvey Wallbanger and fucking play a football game. They just can't do it. You can't. As a football player, there's certain things you can do, certain things you can't do, certain things I can do as a fan that you can't. I can drop an F-bomb on the ref from the stands. Probably not going to like it. Probably shouldn't do it. Not a good thing. If you're a quarterback and you drop an F-bomb on a referee, you're done. There's certain things that the fans can do that the players can't. 
Well, the players, the fans can bet on the games we can't. No, you can't. You just can't do it. So, Arrivederci. You get caught gambling on your team, you're done. Banned for life. College football, done. Over. Done. Done. That's why I have no sympathy for the Pete Rose people. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. No, he shouldn't. Goodbye. You can't gamble on your own team. But he bets to win. Yeah, the minute you don't bet, it's a bet to lose. So, Arrivederci. Iowa football players. Wanted to wrap with this really quick. Major League Baseball trade deadline. I, I look, the Rangers smell it for the first time in a decade. Have a chance to go to the postseason and be a legitimate threat. They add Max Scherzer. Does that make them the favorite in that division? No, because you have the Astros. The Astros add Verlander. Rangers add Scherzer. Here we go. I do think that there's a little bit better pitching with Avaldi getting hurt. I think the Astros have a little bit better pitching. Astros have a little bit better pedigree. Astros have had success in the postseason. I think the Astros are your, your American League favorite. The Rangers are right there. They went out and got aces. Both of them did. Both went out and got Hall of Famers. And Verlander's been great the last month. What's he, like 3-1 and one the last month? 4-1? and one, Sub-2 ERA? Scherzer's got 11 wins now. His ERA's hovering around four, but pfft, dude's a workhorse. What's crazy about this is you need studs on the mound starters to get you to the postseason, but once you're in the postseason, you need studs in the pen. Could you imagine in football, you're a passing offense, but when you get to the postseason, it's like, okay, we're done passing. Let's throw it now. Let's run it now. Baseball is the sport that changes the most from the regular season to the postseason. Changes the most. The entire approach changes. Your starter's got to give me at least six. Give me at least six tonight. Got to save the pen. You get to the postseason, it's like, whatever. Here comes the hook after two innings. Oh, it's one-to-one. There's runners on first and second. Nobody out. Take the starter out. It's amazing how that works. Amazing. But uh, you look at it. Think about this. Everybody want for the longest time, people got mad. It was the Yankees. It was the same teams every year. Ready for this? Your division leaders, O's, Twins, Rangers, Reds, Braves, Dodgers. I mean, the Braves and the Dodgers we expect, but the O's, the Twins, the Rangers, and the Reds? Again, I I think the Astros are your favorite in the American League. I think the Rangers are just right behind them. And the the Orioles have been fantastic. The team that was the best team in the first half, I think the Rays are fourth now in that pecking order. I I do. I think I go Astros, Rangers, Orioles, Rays. Amazing. In the National League, it's it's the Braves and the Dodgers and everybody else. Amazing how quickly, that's just in a month things have changed. But the Rays didn't go get an ace. The Rangers, the Astros did. Matters now. In the postseason, we'll see. Glasnow can get 100% healthy. Yeah, they can do some damage. But again, Astros, just better pitching. So, if you had to pick right now, if you had to pick right now, I'd say if Kershaw were healthy, but he's not, Braves Astros, if I had to pick right now. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harp on Sports, the bar, platform there. Again, Harp on Sports, Facebook page, Harp on Sports, the bar, YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Final four is now set. Oh, boy. Final four, final floor. Not, not the most exciting, is it? 
Here's where you have people that love the underdog. I really like the underdog. Yes, 